0: recording at uh, night and a train comes through it's kind of interesting to uh, play a little Led Zeppelin cashmere and uh, uh, to blend into the actual recording anyway I got a lot of feedback from the last uh, uh, recording that I did on oligarchy Uh, We talked about the military-industrial complex and how great thinkers like Albert Einstein pointed out uh, that we were an oligarchy but never received an invite to the uh, um, White House. Um, Kind of the same thing for the military-industrial complex. They don't need an invite. They're in there all the time. In fact, they're sitting and waiting in think tanks and other nonprofits supported by the military-industrial complex. They are the what we call the neocons, and they work for both the Democrat and Republican parties. Uh, make no mistake about it. They work in, they work both parties and uh, they work it all the way down to the local level. And that is pretty much what you're going to find with the animal industrial complex is what Wikipedia calls them. And um, uh, their definition is the term animal industrial complex refers to, to the systematic and institutionalized exploitation of animals. It includes every economic activity involving animal, animals, such as the food industry, meat, dairy, poultry, agricultural, an- animal testing, uh, academic, industrial, animals in space, medicine, uh, clothing, labor and transport tourism and entertainment etc 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 and most of this takes place in confined animal feed operations that means a lot of animals in a very small space and some of these animals don't get uh, uh, get to move and they're confined to a cage at a very young age and there they will live out their uh, short lifespan. And then they are are slaughtered and put into the meat production facility. So, and um, we've invited China. China is now the top uh, pork producer in the United States. They own Smithfield, uh, which used to be a U.S. corporation. It's now owned by China, which brings an unusual slant to all our China bashing that our politics are doing right now in order to prepare ourselves for a war over there. So as you, as you see how the oligarchy works, Um, You see them operating behind closed doors. Uh, They're the ones that put together the um, right-to-farm bills. You know, the misnamed right-to-farm, just like the misnamed right-to-work bills are put together by these industry oligarchs and pushed through by the politicians that they pay. Um, do they go against the, uh, American people? Well, we, we enjoy eating the meat. Uh, but the problem is we subsidize the process of us eating the meat in the fact that the animal industrial complex, just like the military industrial complex, pollutes They're the biggest polluters in our country. And uh, um, it's really hypocritical when you look deep down behind the closed doors at how these uh, oligarchs and oligarchies operate in that the animal industrial complex is uh, uh, the number one polluter of our waterways it's uh it's a heavy polluter and uh we okay it we we put we subsidize that uh contamination because uh the government you know as i mentioned in the in the first tape the uh, the government is charged with you know we as a society Put together the government, and we say, okay, you guys are charged with taking care of the commons and regulating private industry, so that private industry, the as Jefferson wrote, the economic wolves in the private industry, uh, do not take advantage of us. Well. Uh, you know, they utilize names like right to farm as an opportunity to, you know, when you look at the bills and you look at the fine print, uh, you know, the expression is the devil is in the details. And what you will find is that the right to farm bills is the devil. <laughs> it is the devil. uh Uh, the fine print is the opportunity for them to pollute without the demand by the public to clean up that pollution or make their feed operations uh, the food production um, uh, non-contaminated now I went out on a journey several years ago with my motorcycle uh, here in eastern Indiana. I was taking a ride up to uh, uh, north eastern Indiana and went across the Wabash River where I used to um, fish. My dad used to take me up there when I was a, a teenager and taught me how to fish for channel cat and and uh, smallmouth bass and anything else that we, we could catch up there. And we caught a lot of carp, uh, not a game fish, not an edible fish, um, but mostly channel cats. And we caught them plentiful. Uh, but then in came the CAFOs, and the Wabash River turned a color of lime green in the early summer as the water started to warm up and um, when i crossed the bridge i looked over at the water and i said oh my god look at that that is disgusting And it's like why is that uh river lime green so i i got on google maps and started doing some uh gis surveys, and what I discovered is the Wabash comes out of the Ohio, and um, comes out of the western Ohio, and so I started tracking the waterways, and I started tracking CAFOs, There's some people pronounce them CAFOs, and I started tracking them, and you can see them in the you can't see them necessarily from the road, but you can see them on Google Maps. They've located themselves just off highways, uh, but close to waterways, so that they can. Um, when you have these large amounts of animals chickens, pigs, cows, turkeys, etc. Living in a very small space, they the urine and feces that they let go of during the day goes into a grate which goes underneath the concrete floor of these CAFOs and then are uh, by tile sent out to manure lagoons is what they call them. It's a big giant lake of feces and urine. And getting rid of that is a difficult chore because the local farmers around there may want to utilize that as fertilizer, but it has a horrendous smell that the uh, residents will uh, complain about um <laughs> Once that's sprayed I mean it it, it makes your eyes uh, bat. it is it is awful. It will cause all kinds of asthmatic issues and so uh, getting rid of these these uh manure and uh, urine is a chore. They like to spray it on farms uh, because that makes them a little money, and it, sometimes they'll do it for free. But uh, they got to get rid of it. And uh, what the uh, states have done, especially here in Indiana, uh, through Mitch Daniels and the Right to Farm Act that he he put out, the devil in the details is you can uh, submit. Uh, the discharge from these lagoons into our waterways. And so uh, this discharge makes its way into the rivers. And when the water warms up, um, it creates algae blooms. And that's the lime green look you see in the rivers and the creeks and the streams and eventually the lakes. And uh, eventually it it goes through the Ohio and it goes through the Mississippi and enters the Gulf Coast. We have several miles, hundreds of miles probably, of dead ocean where the Mississippi flows into the Gulf Coast. And it's all because of this contaminated uh, water. Some of it's from animal, some of it's from plastic, some of it's from medicine. Whatever it's from, it's private industry polluting our waterways. And that's, you know, as I mentioned earlier, that's where the hypocritical part comes in, is the Republicans are, are uh, chief operators of this. They're, they're supposedly the proponents of you know conservation and uh, uh, the right to hunt and the right to farm and all these rights that they want their constituents to have. But yet the constituents are going out hunting and fishing and they can't even eat the fish there's only so much fish you can eat from the rivers the contaminated rivers before it contaminates you and makes you sick and um, that's just ludicrous there there are some creeks in indiana that would be filled with trout just south of where i live here in muncie uh, is bell creek and bell creek would be a fantastic creek to um, go fly fishing in. Uh, it's cold enough. There's a lot of underground wells that flow into it. So it could uh, produce uh, and did produce trout plentiful. But when the CAFOs come in, in the cold water, you can't see it. But in the warm water, when it heats up and the sun sits on it, that's when the algae blooms. That's when uh, all the contaminants flip over and you can see them and spot them pretty easy. And uh, one of the things I volunteered to do is become a water ranger where I go out and uh, test the water to get a baseline and then see uh, what's going on um, upstream. And you can They've got the CAFOs, and if you guys could see the picture of the number of CAFOs in Indiana, it's disgusting. It paints the state red, basically, and we are underwriting that. You know, we are subsidizing that. Every time you go out and get a bacon, lettuce, and tomato, or a pork chop, uh, or a steak, I think, they you'd be paying uh, $30 for steak and for pork chops, but you're paying less than that to allow them to pollute your water. Well, anybody that wants to fish or, or go out and recreate on the water, even swimming sometimes becomes a, becomes a hazard. You can't swim. Even the local uh, lake—they uh, call it a reservoir, but it's really just a big lake. Uh, Prairie Creek here in Delaware County has got the same problem in the summer. You know, there's only so much you can do without getting that contamination on you, pollution on you, and causing problems. And there was a there was a group of local farmers. Not, not the big industrial farms, but local farmers called the Hoosier CAFO Watch. And these folks track the CAFOs and other uh, CFOs, confide, confined feed operations. They would track those and report them to the Indiana Department of Environmental Management. And they would let me know about it because I started asking questions of why the rivers and streams were so disgusting. And I got turned on to these folks. And what they would do is they would track with uh, water samples and they would take uh, fly little private Cessna planes over the top of these. Uh, feed operations and you can see them all over google maps but they've located them behind the tree line and you can't see them from the roads very well unless you're driving on the back roads if you're driving on the highways you can't see all the the turkey CAFOs that they got in Ohio Uh, they've neatly located them behind the tree line so you can't see them so anyway, you could fly drones, you could fly uh, airplanes over, and they were getting that data and turning it into i And so then the um, uh, Republican lawmakers in the state and in Indianapolis, what they would do was they would then pass a law and add it to the right to work, more of the devil in the details, They would add that to um, those laws making it illegal to fly planes or drones over private land. And we thought it was bad because back in the day, journalists would uh, lie on their applications and get hired to take... uh, so they could take videos in these CAFOs of the animals being abused, and uh, using forklifts to pick them up because they're, you know, they're they're grown in such tight spaces that they don't use their legs, and uh, some of them can't walk, and uh, so when it's time to slaughter them, they literally use uh, trucks. And forks to lift them up and take them to the uh, to the trucks that are there, and to line them up for the slaughterhouse. And it's disgusting to watch. Well, journalists were doing that, and so were um, animal activists. They were doing that as well. But um, and when people saw that, they would. They joined the protest. They said, you know, that's ridiculous. That's, it it's, hurts us. You know, they get on Facebook and they see that, and it makes them sick. It's like, I can't eat an animal that's being treated like that. So instead instead of our government, which it was tasked to do, um, of holding these CAFO operators accountable... what they were doing to our waters and to our animals they eliminated the opportunity to collect data Uh, so they made it illegal for uh, people to get in there and take pictures and videos so all of a sudden there's nothing on facebook or twitter about this and therefore people could ease up and go back to normal and eat their meat and not feel guilty about it because there's no pictures of it. Well, that's not why. That's not why we formed our government. Our government was tasked to hold the private sector accountable, um, and we. They figured out that you know we don't want to pay thirty dollars for pork chops, a thick steak. And uh, you know chicken wings, we want those plentiful, and we don't want to pay a lot of money for them. So we all uh, we all take our guilt and remorse from killing and slaughtering these animals in confined spaces. I mean, the pig's one of the most social animals there is on the planet. You know, we wouldn't let. Uh, These operations treat our dogs and cats this way. But for some reason, it's okay to treat our food this way. And if you don't think that our food um, knows it's being abused and passed along to us, you're wrong. You know, there's plenty of studies, if you get on the internet, to show that these abused animals, you know, you are what you eat right well if the the meat that you're eating had been has been abused and uh, has fretted and freaked out for you know the six to nine months it's alive in these confined animal spaces uh, that uh, trauma gets passed along to you and uh, you can read about it it's pretty simple to read about so you know, this is all going into the, um, you know, it's, it's pretty much the same as a military-industrial complex. You know, I've got picture after picture. I found the uh, in Salina, Ohio. It's one of the biggest, biggest lakes in uh, Ohio. Beautiful lake. There's no recreation on it whatsoever uh, because of all the farms in eastern Ohio are uh, carrying all the feces and urine into this lake. And it's settling at the bottom and it's basically one big manure trap. And there's no boats Property values have declined dramatically. There's uh, lake activists over there that have uh, talked to me about it. Um, So these these complexes, these oligarchies, are the ones running the politicians. When I hear uh, conservatives saying we've got our government's too big, it's it's doing too much. You know, we can't afford them. Well, yes, we can, and yes, we need our government, but we need our government to do its job, not be uh, sitting there looking for handouts from all these oligarchies, you know. But they do, I mean, and, and job killers, they're not. They're not killing a lot of jobs. As a matter of fact, most of these meatpacking places are using uh, children, uh, underage children, and illegal immigrants. You know, the ones that were yelling uh, for our government to keep off of our southern border, uh, these farms are collecting them. I mean even in Indiana, where all these caFOs are, the, the egg pickers, Uh, The meat packers are uh, the ones working in these CAFOs and CFOs are pretty much all migrants or immigrants uh, because Americans don't want to work in there. You know, it's the modern day slave industry. They don't pay them anything and the exchange with them is we won't deport them. We won't uh, worry about their uh, income. If they're making $5 a bushel, uh, we're not going to tax it. Uh, they can be paid with cash. You know, and these farmers do that. They are the worst operator. You got to remember, they were the worst operators in Europe. And Europe kicked them out because of what they did to the meat in that country. That's why when you go over to Europe, you pay more, because they're not uh, their pollution is not being subsidized. They they figured out that Europe is more democratically socialized over there, and they don't want them, so they moved to North Carolina and a few places here in the United States. And then when uh, they figured out that t- too many of these dirty operators. We're doing what they did they kicked them out well Mitch Daniels was standing there and he brought them in uh, when he was governor and then he goes on to Purdue which is a, a, an agricultural college which just kind of makes you laugh at the hypocrisy that's going on so um, that's pretty much it from the um Animal industrial complex, it's just another oligarchy. I'll have some more coming on here pretty soon, but it's just another oligarchy that spends its time um, buying up politicians, buying the government, just as Thomas Jefferson warned, just as Albert Einstein pointed out in the 40s, just as Dwight Eisenhower pointed out in the 60s with the military-industrial complex. They've located themselves in districts across the United States so that the politicians have to play ball with them, and they, they, uh, the devil's is in the details. They spend all that money to get all the political backing that they can, and that's what influences our government. So when... When conservatives or Republicans say the government's too large, they really don't understand what they're talking about. They need to look specifically at what the government's doing and what it's not doing. It's not What it's not doing is their job. What they are doing is working for uh, oligarchies. And uh, you'll see as I keep rolling these out, these recordings out, uh, one after another, it's the corporate, corporatism, whatever you want to call it. I call it oligarchies. And um, when I comment on Sheila Kennedy's um, blog that she's got down in Indianapolis, you know, I wish all of you could hook up to that. Because there's a lot of wise people sharing a lot of good information. It's at uh, SheilaKennedy.net. And any research you do here in Indiana or any place else on CAFO, C-A-F-O-S, and C-F-O-S, you'll find it. There's plenty of research on the internet. But... Most Americans are in complete denial of what's going on so that they can eat their meat and play with their pets and not have any guilt about it. But if you open your eyes and actually look at what's going on, you're, you're paying for the abuse out of pocket in multiple ways. You're paying to have your waterways polluted so that you can't eat the fish And you can't go out and fish in these areas because the fish can't live in them. You're destroying the waterways. You're actually using our waterways, not for recreation as it was intended, but you're using it as dump sites that go literally out to the ocean. You carry away all the pollution downstream in all the states lining up on the ohio in the ohio valley and then mississippi are all experiencing the um, the consequences of our pollution and we do it freely and we applaud it um, and when we do speak up about it 95 percent of the time we don't know what we're talking about so Um, that's it for now. I will talk to you soon about another oligarchy that I see, um, interfering in, um, daily life. That's all I got. Thanks for joining in. Good night.